Welcome back to another episode of the Resellers Mindset Podcast. My name is Mike, also known as the Used Book Guy on YouTube, along with my friend and fellow full-time reseller, Johnny B. We help people start and grow their reselling businesses from the ground up. We also have a weekly Zoom call and private Discord for all YouTube members. Head on over to youtube.com backslash usebookguy to join the channel and gain access to the full-length podcast, Zoom call, and private Discord today. Let's get into this week's episode. What is up, everybody? Welcome to episode 38. I can't do it now easily as I used to be able to. Back with Johnny B here this week. We got a fun topic here, and we're basically going to discuss whether or not you should sell on eBay or Amazon, right? So I'm going to get the, the answer that's in everybody's head out of the way here. No, we're not going to sit here and say sell on both. We're going to break down each specific one, kind of the pros and cons, and uh, go from there, right? Because you could just say, oh, sell on both. Well, yeah, that's just like the easy way that's out. Well, yeah, we're not taking the easy way out. So I'm going to uh, I'm gonna jump in with the first thing that pops in my mind when I think about whether you should sell on eBay or Amazon. And I think it is the time to get your money back from when you sell an item. It's such a huge difference between the two platforms. And I think really doesn't get talked about a lot. So with eBay... You sell, you know, you sell something today, you sell your remote today, um, you you ship it, you get the, you know, the money's in your account probably within three business days. Amazon, you sell this remote today, it's going to be 30 days. You're lucky if you get the full amount after 30 days. And I think that is a huge factor you have to consider, especially if you're brand new to reselling overall, that the, the time it takes to get your money back out of items when you compare Amazon to eBay you have to take it into some consideration. So now I'm going to throw it over to you to bullet point two. Hit me with your best shot, buddy. I mean, it would. You'd have to know what's available in your area. I would probably do a lot more. I try. I probably still be in the Amazon game if I didn't have to go out such huge distances to get Amazon worthy material. Most of my stuff in my area that's in a reasonable driving distance is more suited toward eBay. So knowing your sources and what your sources produce, I think helps you enable to make that call a little bit better for yourself. Am I, do I have vastly more barcoded material? Well, that's more Amazon inclined versus my stuff out here, which is very, we have barcode stuff, but by and large, we have more non-barcoded stuff because I live in older rural areas. So their books tend to be a little bit older. Um, not every book has an ISBN number. There's a thing called a Library of Congress number. And before Library of Congress number, there weren't any numbers. Yeah, like, what is you know, do you know like what is that Library of Congress number? Is that just like pre like that was like them working towards the ISBN number? Right. I mean, it's funny you mention that because one of my eBay newsletter things mentioned that the Al uh, Library of Alexandria, every ship that came into port, you were required to give you give all your books over. They would literally make a handwritten copy keep the original and give you the copy back. This is kind of the same thing. Library of Congress wanted to document inventory all books at one point, but that was just in the United States because not everybody outside of the United States had a Library of Congress. So they tried to standardize it later with ISB or SBN and then ISBN, international. Um, so that's how that all came about. And there's some other nuances to it, but this isn't a history lesson, even though we talked a little bit about history. Thank you for uh, teaching me something today, Johnny, as always. Hey, you're welcome. Uh, the next biggest thing that pops into my mind, besides the location, because that does play a factor, is basically 
the ability to sell anything you want on one platform and then the ability to sell only a few certain things on another platform. So for those that don't know, eBay, besides the, you know, 20 to 50 brands that are, you know, on the Vero list that don't want you selling their items, you can sell anything, right? I could sell this Gremlin shirt. I can sell this headset. I can sell anything basically on eBay. Now, if you start out on Amazon, you have a very small pocket of items you can sell. Sure, you know, if you take the steps to get ungated, you can sell these things. But starting out as somebody that's brand new, maybe you're just starting from nothing or you have a little bit of capital, it's definitely a lot harder jumping into Amazon than it is eBay because even if you sell used books, right? Because that's a category anybody can sell in. You still will run into books that are gated because they want you to kind of build a a trustworthy relationship with the platform and you know it i couldn't sell the iphone today right on amazon but on ebay you can open an ebay account today and sell an iphone and get paid for it and i think you have to take these things into consideration just because you see the videos you see people talking about selling nike and selling hot wheels and and selling dvds all these things, all these people took steps to get ungated in those. You can't start on Amazon and sell anything you want. Now on eBay, it's completely different. You know, besides a few brands, it's kind of it's kind of the wild west. You can sell what you want as long as it's legitimate and you have, you know, an actual, you know, you have the actual product and you provide the actual customer service. And I see it all the time, right? You see these videos. Hey, uh, go to Costco and scan everything and sell all this stuff. Well, you can't just sell grocery on Amazon. You can't just sell these brands on Amazon. On eBay, you can, but not on Amazon. And I think a lot of people kind of get that mistaken is when they start something, especially with Amazon, they think they can just go to their store and scan everything. And it's the furthest thing from reality because it's going to take a lot of money to get ungated. It's going to take a lot of time for you to, to get, you know, get all these brands unlocked, basically. And not only that, taking it a step further, you don't even need the entire thing. You you could have part of something and sell it on eBay. So if you got a you got a keyboard, you can literally pop off every single key and sell each key independently. Can't do that on Amazon. That is true. Like there's, I mean, so I guess we would say Amazon's catalog overall is probably bigger than eBay's just because the size of the site. But I think eBay allows you to have more descriptive items, singular items, like you're saying, right? There's plenty of people that just have eBay stores based on parts, right? I mean, oh, you yeah. just just you sell parts of sewing machines, you sell, you know, typewriter parts, under lids, um, speakers that go to a stereo system, but it's just the speakers, not the rest of the stereo system. Yeah, you you would not be able to do that on Amazon versus eBay. I just feel like you know. I think a lot of things we're talking about, like we've already kind of gone down the rabbit hole here and kind of prove like if you're brand new and you want to get the money back out in a reasonable time and you want to learn kind of the game before you take a big step, I think we kind of already made it clear that eBay would be the way to start. I would say eBay's learning process is a harder long-term thing, but I think Amazon his initial starts a lot harder to learn as far as jumping in. So for a beginner, I think eBay would be the way to go because you can correct it along the way. And the mistakes you make on eBay are a lot more forgiving, in my opinion, than the mistakes you'd make on Amazon. Oh, for sure. Right. Because, you know, you can basically do what you want on eBay to an extent. And yeah, 
if you do something wrong, you'll get a warning, you know, like it, it takes a lot for eBay to kind of, you know, throw you to the curb, kick you out the house versus Amazon where, you know, you, you can screw something up big time. Maybe you put a 10 instead of a one or you put a hundred instead of a 10, like, and then all of a sudden you sell all these units and you ain't got them. And Amazon's going to say, well, see you later. Bye. So I do think it, it's weird though, right? Because you just said, right? Like eBay, it's going to, it's harder at the beginning. So like Amazon, it's a longer term play in my opinion, because it's going to take time to build an Amazon business. Even though a lot of Amazon is automated, like we're saying, it takes time to understand what you can sell, how much it's worth. It's a whole, it's a whole different process when it comes to eBay. And I just think if you got to choose from the beginning, eBay, just to see what you like, and then you can go from there and build your Amazon business around that. And eBay, you know, like you said, it's the harder work up front. I think, I think when you go from eBay to Amazon, you're like, wow, Amazon's easy, right? I feel like I'm spoiled in comparison oh, to you. Man. When like, I, I jumped into Amazon, it's exactly what you're saying. Because uh, I did eBay for a long while before I even found you and decided, okay, I want to try this Amazon thing. Went over there and I goes, this is so easy. This is great. This is like a vacation. Um, but I don't think I'd have that same reaction if I started in Amazon. Because eBay is a lot harder to learn because I took the time to learn it all going from that ship over to the amazon ship to learn how to sell a new sea vessel i hate analogies but here we go sailing was a lot easier of a transition i think i'm gonna i got a hot take for you right so if i had to take the percentage of people that only sold on amazon so far in their reselling careers mm -hmm. and sent them over to ebay to be full-time resellers i'm gonna say 90 percent of them say no i'm not doing this Right. And then how many of them give up after the first week? Probably 90% of the 90%. <laughs> like those who made it through saying yes, how many survived after the week after that? How many are left? One guy, one girl? Who knows? It, it's so weird, right? It's like, I mean, I don't want to like kind of call myself lazy or like anything. It's just like Amazon to me, I can get a lot more done and it's a lot less work, I guess, because. All right. Everybody knows it's followed me. Like I'm not a huge bookie, right? I don't, I don't collect books. I'm not like a sure, you know, like if I see something that interests me, yeah, I'll keep it for myself. But I mean, you were talking a niche of a niche here when it comes to my personal collection of books, it's like 10 books deep. Right. <laughs> and uh, I, it doesn't really interest me. And I think that's the big thing with eBay, right? A lot of people that do this full time in their specific categories or niches, they have an interest in it. It's not something that where they're just like trying to make a buck, right? They whether you're doing clothing, you know, you're in the clothes, you're in the fashion, you're doing books, you're you're into collecting books, you're you're into you know specific authors, things like that. And I think that's kind of where that's the struggle for me is that books don't excite me besides the ROI and making a bunch of money. Sure, I have a few people I look out for, but if I just got to go list a book on eBay versus Amazon, it's like you would have to. I'd be a crying baby. You have to drag me by the back of my collar, Johnny, down to the storage unit and say, I'm closing the storage unit door and you're not coming out until the stuff is listed on eBay. Well, I always want to ask you, I mean, to the very point you're making, well, why not with your eBay business do that thing you always talk about doing? Because we've talked about it here before. Why don't you do toys on eBay instead of books in your life? You can still do that crap too. Don't get me wrong, but why I don't you make eBay more enjoyable for yourself? I've thought about this, but then like that opens a whole nother can of worms, right? So like, 
then I got to like, because then I'm going to be looking at toys on Amazon, right? And Because then I'm going to be like, whoa, if I'm selling toys on eBay, I can sell toys. So like, I basically have to have two different niches for two different platforms. And it, I don't know, I just, I feel like it would kind of, because I'll straight up admit, like the knowledge I've gained in books over the past year is like tenfold, right? So I'm learning a lot more than I ever have. And yeah, it would be fun to, you know, sell toys, but I just think it would just kind of overwhelm me because I would be, I would have to have this, this half of my brain book and then this half of my brain toys. I don't know. I just think it'd be too much for me. I, I personally like the, the idea of niching down and just doing something really well. So as much as it would excite me to do something like that, personally for me, I just think, and I hear it all the time, right? Oh, why do you, why do you only stick with used books, used media? Well, something I'm good at. I have the relationships built. It's just something that I just like, I'd rather keep my life as simple as possible, understand as much as I can about something and roll with it. Well, that makes total sense. I get you. I just know you always talked about toys and like you, you don't like eBay as much. Might as well make eBay enjoyable. But your your answer makes total sense. I mean, it, you would be split focused. That's the reason I got out of disc as well as Amazon to not be as split focused. I It was a hard, hard thing for me to do. And once I did it, I don't know. Like I could handle it all, but it was a lot of weight lifted off my shoulders at that point. Like, all right, this is what I'm doing now. And I could really focus up and I still got a way to go. That's the thing with the the game here. I mean, I don't know everything about books. You don't know everything about books either, but we acquire more and more each year we do this. Um, I am by no means, quote unquote, an expert in my field. I'm better than beginner i think but I, I don't think i'm at the end of the role road of like grandmaster bookseller no way not even if, close if there was no all right i'm gonna let everybody in on a little secret here about me if there was no software to tell you what books are profitable on amazon i wouldn't exist today i don't know nearly enough to be able to walk into a store and grab a book off a shelf and know that it's profitable. Sure, I know the, you know, the five or 10 bolos that everybody knows, right? You know, like, you're always going to look at an old leather Bible, you're always going to, you know, uh, I already forgot the name of the ones that are really worth it. What are they called? Eastern Press, Eastern Press, Franklin Library, Limited Edition Club. Say, say, like, I know those if I see, I see a spine of them, but like, that's not going to get you nowhere in this business, unfortunately, especially on Amazon. But I do think on eBay, like that's probably why, where I I gain a lot more knowledge if I'm listing on eBay than if I'm listing on Amazon. And that's just a fact because eBay, you got to look it up. You're looking at the year of the book. You're looking at the condition of the book, the author, the title, the binding of the book. So I do think like start now, I think that's another kind of great point for eBay versus Amazon is that hey, you're learning a lot more doing this, right? Because you just scan it on Amazon. You just got your little scanner and your phone tells you whether or not you're buying Looking it. At numbers and columns at that point, yeah. And I, I couldn't even tell you 99% of the stuff I listed on Amazon because I scan it, it says it's green. I go home, peel the stickers off, put them in a pile, scan it, price it, and it's out the door. Like there's no real knowledge. Sure, there's a few books that catch my attention, right? But other than that, I have no idea what this stuff is versus if I'm listing, you know, 50 eBay books or, well, I got to look up 50 eBay books. I'm going to get all that knowledge right there. Like, hey, all right, I'm typing in the year. I'm typing in the edition. I'm typing in the author. And then when you search, 
you're not only getting, you know, the second edition of Bone with the Wind, you're going to see the first editions, the 10th editions, and you're going to see the price difference in the sold comps. So you have that information. Like, I remember because uh, a few library pickups ago, I found Gone with the Wind, and I didn't even know there's like, the first year they printed them, they printed them every single month. So mm -hmm. it's like first edition, July, August, September, October, and I had two different months. And the price difference between the two is actually significant. And it's like, I never would have figured that out if I sold on Amazon only. Like, I never would know that, hey, you see a Going With The Wind first edition? Well, yeah, it might be a first edition, but there's different months that go into that first year, first edition kind of deal. And that's just knowledge you gain from eBay. I think you get a lot more knowledge from selling on eBay. No, I agree with that. Absolutely. I mean, Amazon does have that collectible. Is it collectible or collectibles? tab with books yeah collectible but nobody ever uses that because that's not what sells it's 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 treated as everything else so the certain nuances between editions like you say i don't think really exist on amazon uh which affects the value by huge huge dips um and i think amazon's a lot more almost like the stock market right because things rise in price for a moment uh based on the stuff sending in i mean it's not like we don't have people selling the same books on ebay either but i don't look at ebay a lot like i do amazon as far as a stock market game because here's here's the difference for me even though i have the capability of creating my own listing on amazon no i won't i wouldn't but i do on ebay and i know my I can make my own stock value since we're using another analogy. Well, I don't know why I'm full of analogies today, but anyway, I can make my stock value whatever I want if I put in the time, energy, and effort to a certain extent. I, I don't have that ability on Amazon. It is what it is. I'm stuck at this. Now, that's not to say, which Mike's probably going to make the point in here in just a moment, usually pound per pound, the value's more over at Amazon. But I do feel like I have more control over on ebay in that regard I, I do think you definitely can differentiate yourself on ebay it doesn't exist on amazon right besides right. your username which means nothing you're just it's all based on price on amazon right it's not there's no photos there you, you got a condition note that nobody ever reads so it's like it really means absolutely nothing on amazon the only thing that matters on amazon is the price and i know people don't want to hear that but it's the truth if you never have the lowest price you're never going to get the sale you're never going to tell me otherwise maybe once or twice you'll get the sale but overall it just it's not going to it's not going to work for you and kind of like the way you do ebay like building a store building a brand around your store and sending out coupons and newsletters like that is almost that should almost be like your expectation if you start on ebay is to you first start, you're going to find out what you like, and then you're going to niche down, and then you're going to start building your rapport with customers, right? Repeat customers, multiple quantity buys, things like that. And Amazon doesn't exist. I mean, I've maybe had five people, five orders the lifetime of me selling on Amazon that were more than one item. It just doesn't happen. Right. And which is interesting because Amazon's very customer oriented but not when it comes between the seller and the customer, just Amazon direct and the customer. Yeah. Amazon don't want you putting in those thank you letters that you're ripping up right now. Right. It's uh, yeah. Yeah. Amazon don't want them knowing who you are basically. Right. It's just, they just want that people to know. And honestly, I was the same way before I started selling on Amazon. I thought anything sold on Amazon was sold by Amazon. Right. You know, yeah. I didn't, I didn't think it was people like me and Johnny 
that are sending this stuff in. And Amazon's literally just a storage space and they ship it to you. So personally, I thought it was like, hey, you know, this is all from Amazon, but it's the furthest thing from true. Like there's more third party stuff than there is Amazon stuff anymore. And it's crazy to think about. But most people don't know that because Amazon doesn't let me put, you know, my my face on Gizmo's body on a thank you card and send it out to people. It's just they don't want you doing that. They want everything to be Amazon, Amazon. You know, you can't ship in Frosted Flake boxes on Amazon. You can on eBay if you wanted to. Sure, it might be frowned upon, but, you know, if that gets reported to Amazon, then guess what? You're getting saluted out of the, out of the club real quick. There's, there's no second chances when it comes to that kind of thing. So I think we kind of hinted on, like, eBay is the, the starter platform, I think, to kind of figure out if this is something you want to do to get your money back out of items. But I do think Amazon does hold some kind of bar here and it does need to kind of, you know, be a decision in the, in the life of your business. Now, going to say here, this is different for every single category, right? With used media, I do think you can start on eBay and then you have to ask yourself the question of, do you want to have an Amazon account? And this is going to be category based, right? Because used clothing isn't going to sell well on Amazon, right? Stuff like that is just not going to work on Amazon. But with media, there are some benefits and perks. And even if you're just maybe an everything seller, right? Because you hit on an earlier, the price you can get for things on Amazon is always 95% of the time going to be more than on eBay. And that just goes for anything. Anything brand new sealed, next time you're outsourcing, uh, if you have an Amazon account, or even if you just, you know, even if you just search it on Amazon to see how much it's selling for, uh, scan that new item on eBay and then scan it on Amazon. And I guarantee you, you'll probably see 20% minimum price difference between the two platforms. So Absolutely. that is, go yeah. ahead. No, I was just agreeing with you. Absolutely. There, There is some consideration you have to take into that. Like at some point in your business, if you're in a niche that you can sell on Amazon, you know, like toys, you know, maybe you do new toys versus eBay, like you're going to get more for your money on Amazon. And I think you have to, you know, look at yourself and say, hey, what do I want for my business, right? If you're fine with, you know, have a small warehouse and things like that, because with eBay, Johnny B has to store all of his stuff. With Amazon, I could have thousands of books sitting in the warehouse behind me somewhere in, in across the country that Amazon deals with. And this is great for somebody like me that lives in an apartment, doesn't have a lot of space, or doesn't want to, you know, have a whole shipping center set up, a whole inventory system set up. And I think that's another huge advantage when it comes to Amazon receive is you don't have to keep none of the items around, right? You know, you just send it off. That's it. Right. You can forever work out of your home, technically. I can't because space, that's the thing. You could work well, out of an RV. I'm going to I'm gonna say maybe with what I just said, because FBM, that is a thing. It does work too. FBM works great. So like. I think I think that's a good like segue maybe for somebody that's like, hey, I want to try Amazon, right? Maybe you just start fulfilling stuff yourself. But like you can work out of an RV. You can travel, travel the country, buy items from anywhere in the country, ship them in from wherever you're at, and then get paid every two weeks. And I do think there is a benefit to somebody like myself who doesn't have the space. I mean, yeah, I have a storage unit, but you know, I couldn't hold the operation he has unless I had, you know probably a 40 by 40 unit, right? And that, and that takes money, it takes time, and, and it's a lot of work versus Amazon. Multiple units. I had eight units at one point. It wasn't fun because they weren't near each other. It wasn't all the way to the end, all the way in, some of the middle. It was fun. 
Yeah. So you so you figure, all right, you start with eBay, you got a few bins. You just figure out if Amazon's something you want to do. If your niche is even relevant on Amazon, because not everything that sells on eBay is going to be able to sell on Amazon. That's just the reality of it, right? You can't sell, you know, sure, you can sell used remotes and things like that, but the used clothing market on eBay to Amazon, I mean, it's not even close to each other, right? You would never, you, you wouldn't survive in that field. So you do have to weigh that. And if you don't have the space, then, you know, maybe you do start with used media and you do start on Amazon, but even then it's going to be a longer term play. And I think people have to realize because all the Amazon content is based around basically getting rich overnight and really not having to do any work because we even said it, you know, if you compare eBay to Amazon, sure, it's it's really not that much work, but it's still work. It's still a lot of lifting. It's still a lot of a lot of labeling, a lot of uh, and a lot of time, a lot of waiting to get your money back. And I think that's the biggest thing if we talk about the eBay versus Amazon is just getting your money back out of it. And uh, I don't know, it's it's tough for me to sit here as somebody that's 99% Amazon versus 1% eBay and just say, hey, if you're brand new, then eBay is the way to go. But I seriously do think eBay is the platform for somebody that is brand new. And I don't think I could, I mean, I don't, what could I even argue about that Amazon would be better than eBay if you're a brand new seller? I don't think there's anything because you're not learning as much when you're sourcing for Amazon. You, you're sure you don't got to pack or ship anything, but if you're starting out, you should be excited about it, right? You should be excited to you know store your $100 vintage jacket somewhere, your shoes somewhere, and then pack and ship when you get an order. Amazon, you don't get none of that, right? There's no really satis satisfaction. You just look at your stupid phone 30 times a day and see that the little orange bar went up another 15 bucks, another 20 bucks, right? There's <laughs> like, there's, there's real no, like, you don't even get a cool cha-ching sound that comes through your phone when you get a sale, right? It's like, sound. I, I don't know. Like, if, if you had to argue for somebody to start Amazon before eBay as a reseller, like, do you have anything that you could even throw out there? No, because I don't have to like sit on a phone from a dude from another country holding my photo ID up to the camera to even get started or wait for a piece of paper in the mail two weeks that may get lost to even get that phone call with a guy from the foreign country. And then I have to wait for this thing called the buy box. I don't have any of that nonsense at eBay. I mean, they may limit me to like 10 listings, but I could I could get my money with those 10 listings on Amazon. I got to wait. What is it? couple months when i first start because they hold over at the very beginning there's a lot of grit your teeth and bear through it with amazon at the very very beginning it's like uh government red tape right like you start on amazon it you just feel like it's a process that's never going to end like you're never going to see the money it's right? like a like, three-month job interview with amazon it is and there's so many people that are like Mike, I've been selling on Amazon. It's been two months. I haven't got paid anything. I'm like, unfortunately, that's the way. And unfortunately, when people see the content, it's like, hey, this doesn't matter, right? I'm going to get paid right away when it's the furthest thing from the truth. And I try to convey that, but like people just jump headfirst in. And if you're only relying on that Amazon money, like you're done. Yeah. And I honestly, because it's a lot different than when you first started Amazon, eBay is pretty much no different, but I see Amazon getting tougher and tougher and tougher to get into over the long course. I honestly do. Like, it may be, I don't know, 
like a secret metric of 12 months before you get the buy box. Are you really going to wait a year and send in stuff for a year before you start seeing real dollars over time? This is all speculation, folks. But I could see them doing something like that. Oh, yeah. I mean, just look at the uh, this re-rarification everybody's been going through, right? It's They're going to make it harder and harder, which is great for people that are already selling on Amazon, right? Because we already have it set out. Like we're already, we're already, you know, selling on Amazon. We really don't have to worry about it, but I do think it is going to get harder and harder. It's going to take longer and longer to get results. So, right. I mean, maybe what about the, um, getting the buy, losing the buy box in a thing and then having to re get it back. That's a newish, newish. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it never used to be you could lose a buy box. And for those who don't know what the buy box is, just when somebody hits buy it now, your product is the item that gets bought when they hit buy it now. Now, if Johnny B's not eligible for that buy box. Johnny B's never going to be the buy now button. And guess what? I mean, it's tough, tough cookies out there when you don't have the buy box. Anybody that's been selling on Amazon and never had the buy box and had the buy box, I'll tell you, it's like night and day. It's completely different. So there is a lot more nuances to go to it. But I will say this. If you're in a category where you can sell both, on both eBay and Amazon, I do think you should create an Amazon account at least, get through all the red tape, right? Get through all the verification. Johnny B hanging out with, you know, who knows who from somewhere in the world showing his ID, you know, oh, the light, the light. I can't get, you got your green screen on. I can't see it. So like, yeah. I do think there is some validity to having an account on both and, you know, start with eBay, have an Amazon account, jump through the hoops, uh, you don't have to go professional, so you're not going to pay the 40 bucks a month. Just have an individual account, get through all your verification process. And then once you, you know, you find out what you like, right? You know, you're selling on eBay now for probably two or three months. Then, you know, you can slowly start trickling some stuff into Amazon, right? Get your account moving a little bit, and then you can decide from there what works best. Um, Amazon is a longer play, in my opinion, when it comes to getting results. Uh, it's just going to take longer. There's no way around it. I can't. You can sell a million dollars on stuff on Amazon today. You're not going to see that money for at least 30 days minimum, probably closer to 60 days. Uh, eBay, completely different world. And it is beneficial as a new seller to basically, you know, get involved with eBay, get your money back out and turn it back over quickly. Um, any final thoughts here on this? I think it's been a good discussion here, the eBay versus Amazon and, you know, where you should go as a beginner, the different kind of plays you should make. Um, and as somebody that's, you know, knee, knee deep in eBay every single day of their life here, uh, I'm curious to, to, you know, if you had to start over uh, and you know both platforms today, like, do you still stick with eBay? I'll still stick with eBay. Now, that's not to say if you've been listening for a minute that I dropped out of Amazon. I did Amazon for a minute, but I have full plans to come back to Amazon. It just may not be with the books. Um, I'm waiting to see what Amazon does next year before I can make my own plans, what I want to do with Amazon long-term. I think Amazon rounds out my portfolio of reselling, and that's probably a different discussion for diversification. But no, um, Amazon, Amazon and Johnny B will meet again. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah, it's like you said, you know, right? You created the account, you know, even though you stepped back from it, you know, we're basically doing the same things in opposite directions, right? I have the eBay account and it's 1% active. You have the Amazon account as 1% active, right? We have, they're there though, right? So it's like, I guess that's kind of the point we're trying to make here is eBay works better for beginners when it comes to cash flow, figuring out what you like, learning things. 
but he still has his Amazon account, right? He's got it ready to go. God forbid something happens to eBay. He can kind of switch it up and go from there. So as always, we appreciate y'all listening to us and we'll talk to everybody in next week's episode. Welcome back to another episode of the Resellers Mindset Podcast. My name is Mike, also known as the Used Book Guy on YouTube, along with my friend and fellow full-time reseller, Johnny B. We help people start and grow their reselling businesses from the ground up. We also have a weekly Zoom call and private Discord for all YouTube members. Head on over to youtube.com backslash usebookguy to join the channel and gain access to the full-length podcast, Zoom call, and private Discord today. Let's get into this week's episode.